0: Ladies and gentlemen, I'm your host, Dave Holmes, and welcome to International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits U.S. against U.K. in a pop culture battle royale. But first, a serious message. As we record this on the 26th of June, 2014, England have been knocked out of the Soccer World Cup in their qualifying round by Uruguay and the aggregate points from the rest of their group games, including Costa Rica and Italy. Now, International Waters would like to offer our condolences to those listeners most upset by these events I'm speaking of course of American hipsters who go to British sports pubs and (laughs) pretend to like football to be cool we're sorry you've been denied weeks of drinking Newcastle brown ale and eating pickled eggs and correcting people's pronunciation of Stephen Gerrard. good luck supporting Belgium and Chile for the next two weeks or until you decide you're just way into women's wheelchair tennis now now everyone else let's enjoy the best kind of intercontinental competition the kind you can do half drunk over Skype we're all in our underwear You're listening to International
1: Waters. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo!
0: Playing for the kingdom that has the international accent for supervillainy, it's Welsh comedy writer Kayleigh Llewellyn. Hello, Kayleigh. Hello. You've got the Welshest name I've ever heard in my life.
2: There's five L's in my name.
0: <laughs> there are so many L's. I love it. Thank you. Were you born during the Marillion Kaylee moment, or did your name predate that?
2: Um, a few months after Marillion, but I am to date the oldest Kaylee I've ever met. I've never <laughs> met a Kaylee older than me. Oh, wow. So I think we can say I'm the first Bar Marillion.
0: Terrific. <laughs> I
2: know. Claim to fame, right?
0: Also played for the country where acceptable baby names include Barry, Clive, Araminta and Benedict Cumberbatch. It's globe-trotting stand-up comedian Stephen K. Amos.
3: Hey, hello, Stephen. How are you? I'm very well. I've got two things to say to you. First and foremost, um, I think it's rather rude of you to introduce your show by reminding us the UK contingency that uh, our national team have been knocked out. That's not a very polite way to start the show. Well, listen, I and have to also, speak the also truth. I haven't finished. I can't, I can't Dave. Handy coat I for haven't yours, Stephen finished, K. Amos. Dave. All right, it's Amos. I have a problem. Whenever I go I to f- North America, you people cannot pronounce my name. It's Amos. Amos, not Amos, not anus. It's Amos. Well, I didn't say anus. Not a moose, Amos. Try that, Dave. Okay, I'll try that. I'll try it on Thank for you.
1: size.
3: Uh, is it? So is it
0: also then Tori Amos? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Well, tell
2: her that. Yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> Jeez Louise. Okay. Well, welcome Stephen K. Amos, and I'm sorry about your team, but not really. And also, uh, I should tell you that we are currently losing to Germany, but there's still some sort of scenario in which uh, Ghana could beat Portugal, and we would still go through. I'm looking at a chart from 538.com. Don't forget, I don't understand Don't forget they have coupons. It
3: okay. Yeah, and they okay. can use those.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. Oh,
3: good. Yeah, good. but America, oh, you can you probably pull a few strings. You'll get through somehow, won't you? <laughs> we'll call somebody. <laughs> you know, you can't play football. You can play soccer. <laughs> oh, it's on. Ouch. Yeah, it's on, yeah. Stephen's coming bold here. That's We're taking right.
2: you on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ooh, good Southern, or, or was that Midwestern? Was that more of a Nelly accent? Whatever, we'll figure it out really as know. the show goes on. Now we're going to get to know our teams a little bit better throughout the show, but for now, Team UK, I would like for you to come up with a buzzword that you feel best represents your great nation at this time.
2: Uh, we thought earlier that we'd quite like our uh, buzzword to be monarchy. Monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> Pronounce like that every time. Monarchy. I love it. Monarchy.
0: I'm into it. Uh, Moving swiftly on, playing for the nation that is just one more Iraq invasion away from earning a free Iraq invasion, it's David T.
4: Cole. Hello, David. Hello, Dave. How are you? I am good. I have to get all our cards on the table. There's Uh a lot
5: of asterisks for this team today.
4: Okay. We are living in America. We're happy to be living in America. Mm -hmm. We are, in fact, Canadians by birth. Yes. Also, I am half Welsh. Wow! Oh. Hello! Oh my God! So you could throw this,
2: brethren.
4: <laughs> no matter the greater good of of Wales. That's right. No Wales. matter who loses, I win. Holy shit!
2: Whereabouts in Wales are you from? He's not all- from Wales. He just just I'm descended Welsh. from a from a. Do you know Welsh where the half hailed from? Cardiff. That's where I'm from.
4: No, there
0: you go. <laughs> wow, this there. is so boring. Also playing for the nation where acceptable baby names include Teagan, Aubrey, and Shannon Tatum, it's Tara Ariano. Hello.
5: How are you? I'm very well. How are you? And
0: you're also Canadian. Correct. Well, that just confuses and leave? throws everything. We've Could been go? living
5: here for seven years. Okay, so you're so we, common law America. Yes, we are um, lawful permanent residents right. who got in as a Aliens of extraordinary ability.
0: Yeah, that's the weirdest thing I've
3: ever heard.
5: It's hundred percent true. That's Love
3: what it, it says that's on what our document. And What is your extraordinary ability? <laughs> um,
4: Pretending you're American.
5: <laughs> we d- we are pretty good at passing most of the time.
4: The right. the most extraordinary ability was paying a lawyer, <laughs> right. lots of thousands of dollars to get us the green card. Yes. well, welcome. So, Team U.S. by way of Canada, mm-hmm. what is your buzz in word? Our buzzword is zoodles. What the zoodles. fuck is zoodles? Zoodles are animal They're noodles. They're
5: animal noodles. <laughs> I don't
4: know. Dave, l- I think maybe I can help you out with this jingle. Oh, jeez.
5: Have you ever gone hunting with the bowl and
3: spoon?
4: Well, you can. With be Zoodles. <laughs> Elephants, lions, zebras, giraffes. Zoodles are animal noodles. Come on, tell all your
3: friends.
5: Tell the whole bunch. <laughs> I guess I have a hippopotamus for lunch. <laughs>
4: zoo, zoo, zoo. Okay, I have yummy, more check questions off now. Disgusting. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, but
0: I'm, I don't want to ask them no. because I'm already bored by them. Yeah. Okay, so zoodles are animal noodles. Yeah. They're
5: like spaghettios in Dog the shape sp- of animals. Okay,
0: is that a Canadian thing? Yeah. Yes. Sending very mixed messages mm-hmm. to the kids of Canada. Okay, I hope you don't have any correct answers or answers of any kind because I don't ever want to hear zoodles again. All right, let's play this in. international waters. We're going to start the show with a little pop culture warm-up. We like to call "What's the Story." Buzz in with your buzzwords when you know the answer. Question the first: horrific slash hilarious British news. Les Brown from Whitby, Yorkshire, was beaten up during a drunken pub crawl and only survived serious harm because he was wearing what?
3: UK. This is this is this happened in Yorkshire.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right, are, are you not Yorkshire
3: local news? UK. Uh, yeah, So uh, Kaylee, uh, obviously uh, being from Cardiff, you are closer. York than I am because mm. I live in, you know, South south London. Yeah. You must know the answer.
2: I mean, I live in Maida Vale, so. It, <laughs> which, which is in west. central London. Yeah. I um, have very
0: little confidence in what's about to happen.
2: I <laughs> think he was wearing. Do you guys know what a Kappa tracksuit is?
0: Uh, I know what a tracksuit is. I don't know what the first part is.
2: Kappa's quite specific brand that has a Kappa little bit of back. Kappa is the naked uh, naked truck. Oh, Kappa. Yeah. Sure. Kappa. Yeah.
4: I've two checks back to back.
1: It's yeah.
2: the uniform that... of the. um. Of the working class, how would that defend a person I'd against a Which i say we pride being from the working class.
0: But how would that, how would that, like, deflect a fist?
2: So gross that people wouldn't want to touch it.
0: Oh, I see. <laughs> I see. All right. I am sorry, that is incorrect. You asked oh. to steal.
3: I'm gonna have to pass on this one. Really? Ah, Did... Oh, well, we have another chance. Yeah. Um, maybe. Okay, is I don't that you... is that
0: the way the rules of this game go?
3: Because <laughs> I don't <laughs> think so. Well, uh, I think we're, sure, we're, we're English. We invented everything. So okay, yeah. that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, we, I don't know if you're familiar, but uh, in Yorkshire, which is the north of England, they are—they uh, uh, have a tradition of uh, wearing flat caps yeah. and yeah. Uh, whippets. You know the whippet—it's a dog. Yes, yes. A whippet. yeah, sure. So maybe he was actually wearing a dog on his head. You are shockingly. Close to the answer. We love
0: animals in this country. Shockingly close to the answer. Really? The answer is he was wearing a Scooby-Doo costume.
3: Oh, my God. That's what I meant. Oh, because it was soft? Yeah, he meant that. It was
0: soft. Uh, I will read from the article in Metro Uh, newspaper. Brown was attacked by a woman while out drinking with friends and says the novelty suit's ample padding saved him from a severe beating. Quote, She was punching me in the head, and my Scooby-Doo outfit protected me from getting hurt more. It had a biggish head, which probably cushioned the punches. Mr. Brown was celebrating a friend's birthday with two pals, dressed as Robin Hood and Batman, when he came under attack at a bar in Whitby, Yorkshire, a court heard.
2: I wonder what he did to make that girl hit him.
3: I know, right? That's the real question. (laughs) Yeah. Talk about burying the lead.
2: He did something, right? He
3: probably barked at her or tried to rub up her leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm.
1: absolutely.
0: Absolutely. And you know that during this, at some point, he said rut-row, right? Of course. God almighty. I hate this dude. All right, for a bonus point, (laughs) why don't we take some more beloved kids TV characters out on a typical drunken Friday night? For instance, Sesame Street, brought to you by the letters W, K, and D. Huh? Get it? Yeah, like Uh I don't really. Anyone?
2: (laughs) Monarchy.
0: Uh, monarchy in the UK.
2: I think a uh, bag of sick on the night bus puss.
3: Oh, you know bag puss. Yeah, See oh, I love that.
2: Yeah. <laughs> like, <it's bag> <laughs> what is bag
3: puss? Oh. What is bag? Are you
2: joking right now? No, I'm not
0: joking. Do I sound like I'm
2: joking? <laughs> if you got the internet in front of you? Google it. Bag puss.
0: I don't. I am afraid <laughs> of. I really don't need might to get on those lists. And what kind
3: of spam <laughs> I would receive afterwards?
2: It's like it's like a sort of. um, Soft toy cat. Yes. Stripey.
3: Stripey, like a tiger. Mm.
2: Yeah, one of Britain's okay. greatest loved kids.
3: Programs. Yes. Oh. It's known the world over. Okay.
2: It was a really, really clever joke. You you deserved it. <laughs> okay, no, know.
3: I I believe you. I <laughs> believe yeah, you. Kaylee, Kaylee. I'm Toodles. so with you on that, love. Yeah. And really.
0: Kaylee, I just want to say I'm sorry. Uh, US? Scooby-Doos Dallas after a big long weekend. Ooh. Yeah, that's okay. good. I like that.
2: Sure,
3: one
0: point for each of you. Why not?
3: Oh, let's carry on. Let's carry okay. on.
2: Monarchy. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> um, how about Thomas the fucked up tank engine? Yes. You know okay. Thomas the tank engine? You so know it's that? just
0: like Thomas the tank engine, but fucked up?
1: <laughs> Absolutely,
0: yes. Monarchy. I, nice? oh. I like it. It's just, it's very straightforward. Sure, I'll give you a point. Why not?
2: I've got a more international one. Winnie the pooed in his shorts on the night bus because he <laughs> no, took <disgusting>. ketamine <laughs> at Arabian <No, laughs> Britain. Disgu-
0: no, 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 I won't accept it. <laughs> I won't accept it. Disgusting. U.S.
5: Michigan Frog. Wants to really cut loose on the dance floor, uh-huh. but he gets too self-conscious when he realizes everybody's watching him. Who's That's Michigan the frog, frog from the Buzz uh-huh. Bunny cartoon yeah. that he only, uh-huh. when only one person yes, is. Yeah, no, it's I a thinker. thinker. No, yeah, no, I got it. So- I got it. Zoodles?
4: Sure. Kids intoxicated? Oh, yes. <laughs> Point. Yes. Zoodles? Scu- right. sc- uh, can I squeeze uh, in one more, Dave? Uh, oh, so- you can try. <laughs> My little vodka soak tampony nope, oh, nope, no 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 moving on question number three that's the one where we shut it down and we keep UK from getting any more points uh, nice. okay uh, the, postman uh, the-
3: patted down by the police <laughs> this is good postman <laughs> patted down by the police <laughs> stop yeah. it stop, yeah. it. Oh, I that mm-hmm.
0: stop I know it that one I know that one mm-hmm. stop it Question number two. It's the League of Extraordinary Gratuitous Nudity. A surprise hit for Showtime, this new series that mashes up supernaturally hot fictional characters just got picked up for a second season. Name it. Doodles! Oh, U.S.
5: Penny Dreadful.
0: Yes. That was almost too easy for you guys. Yes,
5: yes. We'll is. get is.
0: We'll get to why that is the case in just a moment. Penny Dreadful is correct. It is a show where Frankenstein, Dorian Gray, Van Helsing... <laughs> And a demonically possessed prostitute played by Billy Piper fight monsters. Uh has anybody seen it? Yes, yep.
5: we've watched every episode. Really? I have yes. not seen Any it. Any good? Billy Piper is actually not demonically possessed. Oh, I'm sorry. She she is a prostitute, but she just has consumption. Although it's that's a different a good character oh, is demonically Billy possessed. Billy
2: Piper okay. is being so, a bit typecast, I think, because she played uh, Diary of a Call girl, you know, the Correct. X-score.
5: Uh-huh. Yes, but here she has a very thick Irish accent. She yeah, loves but, but.
2: being a sex worker.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, for a bonus point, name your own dream team of mashed-up fictional favorites. For example, sitcom aliens Mork, ALF, and the Yip 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 aliens, maybe, from Sesame <laughs> yeah, Street. Like band
4: it. together and destroy Earth. Knock yourselves out. Zoodles. U.S. Patrick McGowan, number six from The Prisoner, mm-hmm. teams up with Tim Robbins' character from Shawshank Redemption and Clint Eastwood from The Birdman of Alcatraz to escape the world's most inescapable prison. Uh-huh. All right? Uh-huh. They finally get out. Yeah to one-up face-off with their oil rig prison, and to one-up escape plans boat prison, <laughs> they're on the moon. <laughs> okay. Next You've summer. <laughs> Lunatic asylum. Wow.
2: I, I like that an enormous that amount right of thought
0: went into that. Yeah. I feel like I needed a dry erase board yeah. to like chart it out and get through it. <laughs> I loved your delivery. I give you two points for that. Hey. Why not? Moving on. Question number three. Terrifyingly special delivery. Francesco's Pizzeria in Mumbai recently became the first restaurant to deliver their pizza using what? Zoodles. US.
5: Drones? A drone is correct. On May
0: 11th, Francesco's Pizzeria used a quadrocopter drone to deliver a pizza to a customer in a high-rise 1.5 kilometers away. The drone cost 1,100 pounds, but the terrified scream from the stoner who (laughs) ordered the pizza was priceless. Uh, That is fantastic. For a bonus point, please name a slogan for a scary futuristic fast food service. For example, you've tried the rest, now try the best, or we will assimilate you. Zoodles. U.S.
5: Better ingredients, better pizza. Papa Con's. Okay.
0: Okay, sure. Yeah,
5: yeah.
2: Point. Monarchy! Yes, UK. When the drone hits your eye like a big pizza pie. (laughs)
4: Liking that. Sure. Soodles! Yeah, US. Logan's Pizza Run, 30 minutes or renewal in the carousel. (laughs) You go deep, David T. Cole. Monarchy! Yes!
3: Stephen K. Amos. Finger-licking androids! Mm-hmm. (laughs)
0: <laughs> You've just add for your mm. confidence you I'm going to
3: mm. say yes you should be the spokesperson for
0: everything like literally every restaurant and oh, every product you. and thank service you. I'm going to end first round right there and our scores after the end of the first round are USA in the lead with 13 UK's got 8 but listen <gasps> It's design. just getting started. 13 it's still Colonies. Game. It's still anybody's game. You're Subjective. absolutely right. Now, we're going to get to know the teams in between rounds. So, U.S., I'm going to say hello to you first. David and Tara, you guys started a wonderful television blog called Previously.TV. Thank you. What is it about television that you love so much? Like, why, why devote your entire lives to it?
4: Well, it's free. Uh-huh. And you don't have to of. leave the house. Right. hmm Those are my major points. Okay. Solid.
5: <laughs> it's always there for you. It always gives. Uh-huh. Um, there's, there's more every week. And sometimes um, you're watching Penny Dreadful and two guys make out, and there's nothing wrong with that. Who's, who are the guys making oh, out in Penny Dreadful? Good question. Tell me. Reeve Carney.
0: Spider-Man from Broadway?
5: Spider-Man and Josh Hartnett. Really? Yeah.
0: Wow, as who and who?
5: Um, Reeve Carney is Dorian Gray, sure, and Josh Hartnett is Ethan Chandler. He's just an American. He might guy. be a supernatural, yeah. but he may well, have he, he may have supernatural powers that have yet to be revealed.
0: I got money saying that his supernatural powers will soon be revealed. Probably maybe season two. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, I'm setting a fucking season pass yeah. now. In, in addition to that, you also started TelevisionWithoutPity.com. That's correct. The wonderful storied website. Oh, thank Did you, you ever get
4: any kind of blowback from the creators of the shows that you? Went to town on.
5: Uh, yeah, sometimes. It yeah, was. Right? I think
4: equal measures blowback and uh support.
5: Yes.
3: Don't mean to be rude, but blowback means something else in England. Oh <laughs> what yeah. What does it <laughs> <you> mean? <laughs> when you take Good a blow tell. job and you blow it back. Oh. Then we did
5: not get that.
4: No. <laughs>
5: <laughs> definitely <laughs> that did not happen. So
4: really? what snowball <laughs> over there? So D- David E. Kelly didn't. Uh...
5: Oh, I mean not that not like that. Okay. Not like what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we would occasionally <laughs> show creators would stop by the. The forums and and pop in and and then there was discuss. Aaron Sorkin. Yes. <laughs> so, okay.
4: All right. Let's get into it. What happened with Aaron Sorkin?
5: Um.
4: He... Aaron Sorkin does not know how to behave on the internet because he uh, doesn't understand it and fears it. Uh-huh. And he got into a wage dispute with one of his writers on our boards. He... Oh
5: yeah, that's right. I forgot about that wow. part of it too. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, it was this pretty other great. guy, Rick Cleveland, who was a writer on Six Feet Under at the time. It was. I don't think <gasps> it was about wages. I think it, it was, was about credit. credit. That's right. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
0: And this I was during. See that. I do too. This during was, the have, West Wing, this yeah. is how
5: long ago it was. Wow. This but, would have been like oh two maybe something like that. Yeah, yeah a long time ago. Good times, mm-hmm. real good times. Yeah.
0: Oh man, I wish I wish I had been in your forums uh, during the time of Studio sixty because that was the most oh, fun yeah. I've ever had making fun of a television show. <laughs>
5: yeah. A lot of people say that mm-hmm. the newsroom it's not it's a little bit too pompous.
0: Well, but th- it's it's understandable that people in a newsroom would never be funny. Right. It's not understandable that a, a show about <laughs> comedy people. Would never have any of them being funny
5: ever. No. Oh, my
0: God. What an asshole. I mean, what a super talented, like, I, every time I see He's one of the shows, here. I hate it, but I also wish I was on it. It looks like the most fun ever. All right, David Cole, uh, I know that I am not the first person to bring this up, but you share a name with a famous
4: Holocaust denier. Yep. How's that, How's that for you? Uh, it's come up in Google searches. Um, yeah. Also, but to even it out, Cosmic Balance. Also, one of the uh, C's of CNC factories. CNC
0: music. That's Factory. true. Yes. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm. And in fairness, like
0: none of us were there when the Holocaust happened, so we're just sort of, <laughs> of taking it. We're taking it on faith.
2: Speak for yourselves, right? you guys.
0: <laughs> you are the oldest, Kaylee. <laughs> I-,
2: I told you at the start.
0: Uh, all right, we're going to take a little break, but we'll be right back with international waters.
5: This is Biz. And I'm Teresa. And we host a show called One Bad Mother, a comedy podcast about parenting.
2: Not a parenting podcast.
5: Guess what? We both just had babies. Again. Check out the show enjoyed by breeders and ballers alike on iTunes or MaximumFun.org.
0: Welcome back. You are listening to International Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us playing for the U.S. are David Cole and Tara Ariano. Over in London, playing for the United Kingdom, Kaylee Llewellyn and Stephen K. Amos. I can now reveal that the U.S. has lost to Germany in the World Cup qualifying rounds, but we still make it. We still advance, and I don't know what that means or how it works, but yay! <laughs> USA all right let's move on this round is called I'm with Cupid and it's about those greatest of US and UK imports romantic comedies you will take it in turns to answer questions about the opposing nations most beloved rom-coms us first question is for you this is the beginning of a very famous British rom-com listen to the clip then answer the question here is the clip
4: whenever I get gloomy with the state of the world I think about the arrivals
0: gate at Heathrow Airport General opinions starting to make out that we live in a world of hatred and greed. But I don't see that. Seems to me that love is everywhere. Often it's not particularly dignified or newsworthy, but it's always there. Fathers and sons, mothers and daughters, husbands and wives, boyfriends, girlfriends, old friends.
5: Speaking of pompous... What? That's Love Actually. (laughs) Yeah, well,
0: yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's not the question. Oh. Uh, Oh. That is, of course, Hugh Grant in Love Actually. But in the next line of the script, what weird example does he give as proof that love is all around?
5: Oh, people calling on 9-11. People calling their loved ones. Well,
0: let's find out. When the planes hit the Twin Towers, as far as I know, none of the phone calls from the people on board were messages of hate or revenge. They were all messages of love. If you look for it,
4: I've got a sneaky feeling you'll find that love actually is all around.
5: Yeah, correct. Mm-hmm. Right.
0: The answer is the 9-11 terrorist attacks. Well, it's, a, it's, it's an unusual way to open a romantic comedy film. Uh,
5: Not just a romantic comedy, but a Christmas
2: movie too. A Christmas
0: yeah. romantic comedy. It
2: really puts you in the
5: festive mood. It that really
0: features does. The is
2: Martine McCutcheon. Right. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tiffany from EastEnders. Yeah.
0: I didn't know she was on EastEnders.
2: <clears throat> oh, yeah, she was one of the greatest EastEnders characters of all time.
3: What happened to her? What terrible fate befell her eventually?
2: Her husband hit her with a car and killed her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> he actually had,
3: he brought the car indoors and struck her over. <laughs> <with> wow. <it. laughs>
2: well, he did not do that, but he did hit her indoors. He like pushed her down the stairs or something oh. in an earlier episode. And oh. then when she was trying to flee with their daughter, Courtney... Yeah. He uh, smacked her with his car. Or oh, was that Frank? Or did Frank <coughs> smack her with the car? Frank.
3: You so see, you've got it all Might wrong have Frank. now, haven't you?
2: For, uh, her father-in-law <laughs> smacked her with the you car. You've given them
3: wrong information. Sorry. Uh, the it was
2: Frank. The husband hit her. The run around now. Yeah. The husband I think maybe hit her, so she ran out this. of the house, and then her father-in-law hit her with a car.
3: Oh, boy. To finish now, listen, the job.
0: I'm, I'm still dealing with Tina on Coronation Street. Oh, <laughs> God. Falling <laughs> off the thing and then getting hit in the head with a lead pipe from all Rob. You Rah. and Tina. I, loved I, I, I love Tina. I thought she was terrific.
2: I love that you watch Coronation Street.
0: Oh, I love it. I loved her. I loved her sassy attitude and her big old jug ears. <laughs> she was terrific. I'm going to miss her terribly.
2: Well, not well, where you I do thought need that something to to hold was going. At all.
3: Oh, pardon me, Stephen? You do need something to hold on to, don't you? I do. <laughs> I do.
2: Monarchy. Uh, yes? <laughs> Nothing. Just uh, <laughs> just excited about monarchy. Let's
3: move on. Yeah, they've got big ears as well. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Uh, UK, this is for you. Groundhog Day is the rare romantic comedy that appeals to both women and jaded shut-in wannabe film professor men. In lieu of a clip between Bill Murray and Andy McDowell, which would be so emotional that I would need a full half-hour cry break, we're going to listen to this fun scene starting now.
4: Phil? Phil? Phil Connors? Phil Connors, I thought that was you. Hi, how you doing? Thanks for watching. Hey, hey. Now, don't you tell me you don't remember me because I sure as heck fire remember you. Not a chance, (laughs) Ned Ryerson. needle nose Ned, Ned the Head. Come on, buddy. Case Western High, Ned Ryerson. I did the whistling belly button trick at the high school talent show. Bing.
0: All right, was Ned Ryerson? Uh, Team UK. It was announced recently that Groundhog Day is getting a revival, but in what exciting new format?
3: I'm looking at you, Kaylee.
2: I've this never is, uh, seen that film. Have you not? Wow. No. But you're
3: really old. You must have seen it.
2: I know. Yeah. Um, I've I'm, seen the, it. I'm the oldest, Kaylee, yeah. on earth. Yeah, it's a good
3: it's film. Weird it's a good that movie. I haven't seen
2: it. Um, I have no goddamn idea.
3: No, no, let's think about this. Uh, obviously, the last format was a was a movie. So a this musical. Got uh, be, a musical. Yes, I, I would say that. I'd say something got a musical.
2: You're correct, That's, Team UK. No, yay! no. Yay! How about? Did that happen? It's going to be a
0: musical. The score is being written by Tim Minchin, who won the Tony Award yes. for Matilda. Very also, Groundhog Day writer Dan Very good Rubin. friend of mine.
2: Clang! Really?
0: And you, and you <laughs> didn't take you know that it. long to answer that's, the that's question?
2: Stephen <laughs> dropping his uh, dropping name.
0: Super good friend. <laughs> really didn't tight. know what he was working on right now, but super <laughs> duper good friend. All right, let's move on. Question number three, this is for the U.S. Brief Encounter is a 1945 movie where a repressed English housewife meets a married doctor and the two play out a torrid unconsummated affair over a series of Thursdays in a railway tea room. It literally is the most British Thursdays that ever happened. (laughs) But what is the rom-com meet-cute in Brief Encounter? Is it A, she gets grit in her eye and he fishes it out, B, their hands touch, reaching for the first banana in Britain since the war, (laughs) or C, he throws orange juice all over her breasts and says, bugger.
5: (laughs) Bugger. Um... Should I t- should Yes, you just please guess? do Tara. The third one seems so unlikely that I feel like it ha- that has to be it.
0: <laughs> what? It does seem strange. So you're going to say do you want in a overrule 1945 me? We are a movie? Listen to Dave Holmes all right now. Right. In a 1945 film, a yeah. woman gets orange juice all over her boobs and a guy says bugger.
5: You're saying they didn't have orange juice in 1945 That's in exactly what I'm implying. A? Eh?
4: Well, you see, when I first heard C, I, my mind went totally pornographic. Right. But I can see how it could be innocent. But I don't even think, I don't know, bugger sounds like, I don't know.
5: <laughs> it's a pretty bad word in England. Yeah. Let's say A.
4: All right. A. Well, let's listen to the clip
0: and find out.
5: A man I knew lost the sight of one eye through getting a bit of grit in it.
0: Nasty. Very nasty.
2: <laughs> Better? I'm afraid not. Ooh. Can I help you? Uh, oh, no, please. it's says something in my eye. Try pulling your eyelid down as far as it'll go.
3: And then blowing your nose. Please let me look. I happen to be a doctor.
2: That's very kind of you.
3: Look, turn around the light, please. Now look up. Now look down.
2: I've got something in my eye. I happen to be a doctor. That was the
0: fanciest... (laughs) Most
4: British thing in the world. (laughs) You're you're going to be my Minute Maid. (laughs)
5: Splash. Orange titties. Uh, (laughs) It's
4: true.
0: All right, yeah, no, she got grit in her eye. A was correct. Um, The orange juice thing is actually something that happened in Notting Hill.
5: That's right. Uh, that's right. Uh, sounds so familiar.
0: Yep. Yep. So yeah, that's it. Spoiler alert: They don't so much as even dry kiss. Not even a quick little. Spot. Spoiler oh, baka, alert: British people
1: baka. don't know how to eat fruit. I think Anyways. you'll find uh-huh. you do.
4: <laughs> in the movie though, strawberries and cream at Wimbledon. Mm-hmm.
2: I had a satsuma just before I left the house.
4: I'm just gonna no. run, and you won't be able to run after me because y'all got rickets. It
2: was. I believe what? this also was made into a it musical. Was in the West End recently, I don't. I don't know if it was a musical though.
0: Reven counter was I really. I believe
2: it was a play at least.
0: So if you want to watch some hot, hot British <laughs> eye fucking, yeah. go see Brief Encounter, the Maybe musical. <laughs> what about the prop master has to bring out the grit? Tough mm-hmm. <laughs> one. Yeah, it's, it's a union job. Grit handler. Uh, all right. Question number four. This is for the UK. One of the great unrequited loves in cinema history is that between Andy Walsh and Philip F. Ducky Dale in Pretty in Pink. So get ready to have your hearts broken all over again, <laughs> listeners <laughs> aged 30 and up. That includes you, Kaylee. Here's a clip from Pretty in Pink.
4: He's gonna use your ass and throw you away. God, I would've
2: died for you. So what am I supposed to do? He asked me out and I like him. If I hate him because he's got money,
5: just listen to me. If I hate him because he's got money, that's the exact same thing as them hating us because we don't. Do you understand? You can't do this and, and respect yourself. You you, you 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 can't.
2: Well, I'll make that decision, all right?
5: Sure, you can you can do what you want.
2: You know you're talking like that just because I'm going out with Blaine.
4: Blaine?
5: His name is
2: Blaine?
0: Okay. Huh. That is John Cryer acting his little fucking head off in 1986 is Pretty in Pink. Something like that. Team UK, which of the following zingers does Ducky deliver about Blaine's name? Does he say it's A, a soap opera villain with the eye patch and everything, B, a major appliance, or C, the guy who forecloses on Grandma's house?
2: Although I stress I was born the year that was released. I've never even heard of it. Soap
0: opera villain? You've never (laughs) heard of Pretty in Pink. No. Everyone's heard of it. (laughs) And we've been (laughs) calling her old.
3: Come on, <laughs> jeez. Uh, Stephen K Amos, have you seen Pretty in Pink? Of course I have. I'm a well-rounded man. I've seen everything.
2: What is Great. it then? So?
3: it's a movie. What, what do you think the answer is? <laughs> no, I mean what's the line? I'm, I'm trying to think. I'm just. I think. I think um, you are uh, probably incorrect in that. I was just thinking um, the
2: soap opera line um, sounded like something that had been written
3: um, with the true. and
2: everything at the end. That's something like a, a scriptwriter would do, thinking they were sounding conversational.
0: Sounding like some teeny.
3: Yeah, but they're also trying to to fuck us up, really, with that. Um, Mm -hmm. Also some
0: very good writers. Can can we have B and
3: C again, please?
0: Sure. B, a major appliance, or C, the guy
3: who forecloses on Grandma's house? I would say it's got to be B, major appliance. All right. I defer to you. Thank you. have a listen. I've seen the movie
2: hmm Blaine? His name is Blaine? Oh, that's a major
4: appliance! That's not a name! <laughs> yeah! It is. Nicely done. Well done. Well
0: oh, you're done. a major appliance. Burn! Take that, Andrew <laughs> McCarthy. There is no way Molly Ringwald will date a guy who sounds like he might be an appliance, maybe. Jeez, I think we Louise. take joint
2: credit for that.
3: <laughs> John Cryer, by the way. I have a number of appliances in my home. That's Stephen's why I was bragging away.
2: again. He's got a home <laughs> <Wow>. and
4: everything. <laughs> amazing. Wow. First bananas and major
2: Tim appliances. Tim mentions them Man.
5: all the time. You guys yeah. What's going
4: on? <laughs> we make smoothies together.
5: <laughs> Dave, you were going to say about John Cryer? I was going to
0: say, John Cryer is like that all the time. Like, in real life, mm-hmm. he's on all the time. Yeah. We did the, uh, the Malibu triathlon together, oh. and he was... He Collide. his changing area was right next to me. In between the swim and the bike, when you're fucking out of breath and you don't want to talk to anybody, he like gets in his little bike outfit that's all spandex and he's like, I wear this every day. Yeah oh, <laughs> and then fucking takes off. Like you're gonna be on now? we just got out of the ocean, you asshole you rich. Fuck you. Go, like go, just get on your bike. Don't try to impress me. All right, let's move on. I'll be talking about this all day. Question number five, this is for the US. Mm-hmm. Here's a clip of a U.S. actress stealing a plum acting role from our lovably ditzy, moon-faced, Malco British actresses.
3: It didn't work out with Daniel Cleaver.
1: No, it didn't.
3: I'm delighted to hear it.
2: Look, are you and Cosmo in this together? I mean, you seem to go out of your way to try to make me feel like a complete idiot every time I see
5: you. And you really needn't bother. I already feel like an idiot most of the time anyway. With or without a fireman's pole. That'll be my taxi.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But how does lovably ditzy, floppy-haired Malco Mark Darcy finally tell Bridget Jones that he fancies her? A, he gets adorably nervous and wets his pants. <laughs> B, he gets adorably nervous and lists off her most negative traits. Or C, he gets adorably nervous and throws himself in front of the taxi. B. B? I, I concur with that. Okay. All right, let's listen.
3: I don't think you're an idiot at all. I mean, there are elements of the ridiculous about you. Your mother's pretty interesting. And and you really are an appallingly bad public speaker. And um, you tend to let whatever's in your head come out of your mouth without much consideration of the consequences. I realised that when I met you at the turkey curry buffet that I was unforgivably rude and wearing a reindeer jumper that
5: my mother had given me the day before. But the thing is, um, what I'm do trying we, to can say- we stop?
0: Can we stop? Do we have to listen to this whole thing? <laughs> do we have to listen to this whole fucking adorable thing? You know how I feel about John Cryer. This is like the British John Cryer moment. All right, so yes, correct. He lists off a bunch of things he doesn't like about her. So does that work, U.S.? Does, does like, that work on Yeah, ladies? getting negged with a, with a British accent. Well,
4: um, you know, I don't like how you're always eating almonds, Dave. <laughs> and, um you know all this CrossFit stuff. You know, blah blah blah. <laughs> I'm so healthy. You mm-hmm. know, he gets on you after a while. Uh, yeah, you're just Canadian. That doesn't work. <laughs> oh, that it. It just sounds like <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm really sorry about that, Dave. Yeah.
0: <laughs> you know what, British people. For a bonus point, chat up uh, us here in the U.S. studio by being awkwardly bumbling.
2: I uh, excuse me. I what, I what I mean. What I think I mean to say is, well, I I find you rather absolutely. Well, I mean, you are quite a. St- Astonishingly, really rather attractive, and I. Oh, dear. What
3: I need to say. What I wanted to say about.
2: Oh! I really think, if I'm not speaking out of turn, I could quite rather see myself falling in love with you.
0: Ten extra points for the UK team. That was really impressive. That was beautiful. Thank you. And seriously, Renelle Z. Renel Z. However you say her name. <laughs> That's Renee. the worst British accent I've ever heard. It's the most clipped tease of all time. Like you're you're not you're not that precise ever.
3: Uh, oh no 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 no! no. I have to put my hands up. She did an amazing job because a lot of you uh, North Americans, you do have a problem trying to master the the mother tongue English, and uh, the, the, it, so she did a really good job. I mean, you can I so? ask your Canadian guests if they can replicate a British accent? Do it.
5: I mean, I already yelled monarchy earlier. Mm-hmm. You exactly. did it really I mean, it did well. No, no, no. But...
3: Monarchy! No, 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 no. That was just mimicking me. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Try again. Monarchy! Hey, I like to shop sh- at Mock and should we not suspenses? give
2: them a sentence to mimic? Is that fair? <laughs> yeah, uh, there like... it is. Yeah, that's oh, oh, a good yes. sentence. Well, how
4: about... Um... I could do Street Urchin. We... No, no, let's no, hear no. Sense. The
3: rain in Spain
4: oh. falls mainly on Ew, the plain. <laughs> <laughs> the rain in Spain... <laughs> I can't do it at all. No, you oh, that, can't. that was you quite can't. good. In the first it
3: wasn't. Part.
5: It was 1940. The rain in Spain. No, that's, that's terrible. Jamaican. That was Jamaican. <laughs> that's not even. The Jamaican. <laughs> that was like in
3: Spain. Russian. Yeah.
5: No, that's not good. Dialects are not my uh,
2: Spain. Just Spain, like plain. Spain. Yeah, No, really no that's good. Too
3: long. It's too long. Spain. 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 That's it. I think that's good. Fascinating. Well
2: done. You get a point from me. Dave won't asleep.
4: Yeah.
3: No, no, no. I
2: love
4: that. I could could probably bumble. I could probably bumble. Don't. Yeah, no, you definitely can. I've been here. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. Team
0: UK, last question for you. Nobody does ludicrously high-concept romantic comedies like America in the 1980s. Here's the trailer. Name the film when you know it.
4: Jonathan Switcher. Punk sex. Loves to talk to his work.
1: You know, you're the first thing that I've created and then you feel like an artist. Don't you like any scarf?
4: He never expected...
1: Not especially.
4: ...to hear it talk back.
1: I really think I'm going
2: crazy. I am oh, so monarchy! glad here. Mannequin. i <laughs>
0: anyone stranger than me. That, that is correct. Me? Starring Kim Cattrall. I was
2: about to say, how come America gets Love Actually and um, Bridget Jones, all films made recently, and we keep getting these, like, old-ting films?
3: <laughs> yeah, because we <laughs> haven't... America come it's
2: Kim Cattrall, so I know it.
4: On, Another dear friend of mine.
5: Another Canadian, is she? Yes. Is wow. she really? Yeah. I
4: didn't realize that. Interesting. Oh, did you know that Canadians have to point out when they're? We do by yeah. law.
5: We can you get try our citizenship it. Citizenship You got a
4: Canadian don't. in the room. You want to figure it out? Just uh-huh. s- mention John Candy, Michael J. Yeah. Fox, right. or something. Oh yeah, he's Nash. Canadian. You know. Yeah. yeah. We Jim do. Carey.
2: We do the same in Wales. <laughs> we're just so we're bag friending Do you know that phrase? <laughs> Beg hmm Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Urban uh button. Uh-huh. We just want to sure. have I a claim to fame.
4: You know whose music I like? Is that Tom Jones?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs> he's my uh, uncle. He's my dad. <laughs> he's not really my uncle. But my grandmother went to school with Shirley Bassey.
3: She's Ooh. my mum.
2: Wow. <laughs> Stephen's lying, so well I'm connected. not. <laughs> I've got the we whole set. We need to all
0: stay in touch. I need you need to introduce me to some folks. After that bit of fun. The UK has taken over the lead with 21 points. The USA right behind with 16. Now let's say hello to our British team. Kaylee Llewellyn, you write a blog called My So-Called Life in a Box about your experiences selling theater tickets to West End crowds. Who are the worst tourists? And is it Americans?
2: Oh, you guys, it is.
0: Yeah, I'm sure. (laughs) And I feel
2: bad because the thing with Americans is that, similarly, you will also be some of the loveliest people I meet but then you are also some of the worst. Yeah. <laughs> so where there like, are some people, like Germans, for instance, are routinely just sort of blandly annoying, right. whitewash annoying, um, Americans can brighten up my day and they can cast a shadow over me.
0: Uh, what's the, what is the worst like, thing literally. we've done? What's the worst right. thing we've done?
2: I mean, okay, not the worst, but the most annoying thing is uh, mm. Americans refuse to acknowledge that any currency other than dollars oh, exists. Yes. Oh, so yeah. we can go around in circles of me going, and that will be 40 pounds, please. And they'll be like, oh, my God, okay, so 40 bucks. <gasps> no, no, Your pounds. American accent is amazing. Thank you. Um, <laughs> that's annoying. The most annoying thing is that um, also Americans, the only nationality who feel the need to tell me how it's done at home like, I, I don't care. I don't have time. Leave the <laughs> shop because I'm watching something on my iPad. Um, <laughs> but so I'll say, for instance, in theater, theaters, we have the stalls, which is the ground level closest to the stage. I know mm. that in America, you call those the orchestra stalls. But we're both right. saying stalls, right? So mm. I'll say, blah, blah, blah. I've got seats in the stalls. And Americans routinely go, oh, my God, I don't even know what you're saying. What word is that? start What? start what? what? Stalls. <laughs> st- what? You call it orchestra. Oh, my God, orchestra stroll. You're saying it wrong. Um, or, like, <laughs> at home, we have to dress up to go to the theater. Is that not how you do it here? It doesn't matter how you do it at home because this is my home. <laughs> I don't need to know.
0: We, by the way, do not say stalls. No. You say orchestra we do say or- stalls, right? We say orchestra, orchestra seats.
2: seats. Oh.
0: Yeah. Sorry, so there's from, your problem. I was
2: away from the microphone when I said, oh.
0: Yeah, no, I heard. I was doing it wrong. That's fine. That's
5: also, fine. Americans don't dress up to go to the theater, in my no. experience, at all. No. Really? More like, Kogos, get on like, everywhere else. Yeah. I don't
2: trust these people. They're probably feeding me lies. No doubt.
5: Yeah, yeah.
0: That'd you get to be Probably Canadians. Oh. Ooh. Oh,
2: my God.
0: Hmm. You know, also, we, we used to dress up to fly. Mm-hmm. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. Like when you were a kid and you had sure. to fly, you would like, you know, your mom would make you dress up. Now people show up literally in pajamas.
5: Yeah. yeah. In pajamas. But carrying pillows from their bed. Yeah, from their fucking beds. <laughs> yes.
0: And their e-cigarettes. Yeah. I'm, I don't know why I'm furious <laughs> <laughs> oh, at the world today.
3: <laughs> you did, well, know, dress that, up to fly what, wearing like a Superman cape or something.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, exactly right, what I I you
3: see. would do. Stephen full K.
2: tux, dress wear, top hat. <laughs>
3: Monocle. Yep.
2: Stephen K.
0: Amos. Monocle! Monocle! Oh, hey. Now you, Stephen yes. K. Amos, are one of the few stand-ups to do the Royal Variety performance? Yes, indeed. Yes. For the Queen? What was it like to meet the Queen? Is she like that all the time?
3: Well, I know her very, very well. And <laughs> sure. uh, we often have tea and talk and discuss Tim Minchin's new projects. <laughs> um, but uh, it was very uh, weird because I never thought in a million years that my sort of comedy would translate to royalty even though, you know, I am sort of linked with them uh, in, in some respect because uh, her forefathers owned my forefathers. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, uh, it was very weird because I was in the lineup up you, you stand up in a line and you, you're told not to speak. You have to bow when you meet royalty. And um, uh, I first met the Duke of Edinburgh who said something like, oh, you most very funny, funny man. And I said, oh, thank you very much. And he said, um, You did that joke about killing. Ha ha ha. We can arrange that. <laughs> ah, Very cynical.
1: Good. Hey. Mm.
2: This will tell you something about where Stephen and I are both at in our careers. Uh, that as Stephen was performing at the variety performance, I worked there, front of house. I'll show people to their seats. <laughs> But look at us now, podcast The Great Equalizer. Woo!
0: You're in David Bowie's studio now.
2: Exactly.
0: We'll be right back with our final round
2: after this.
1: Brian, spring is sprung.
4: Spring is sprung, which means throwing shade is here. We are. It's here every season. We've been
1: here every season, but now we're here again.
4: If you don't know what we do, we take
0: a look at lady issues and gay issues, and we treat them with much less respect than they deserve, and we do it every week.
4: It's politics. It's comedy. It's absurdity. It's um, hair. A lot of hairstyles. so many hairstyles. Absolutely. Just in your head, picture people with a bunch of wigs on, talking smack, and smoking dope.
0: Well, welcome back to International Waters. Let us move on to our final round. Now, I know both teams have tried super duper hard, and I want you to know that your efforts have been as worthless as a degree in English literature, because <laughs> the winner of the final round That's will receive 1 million points. Oh. Oh. Just when you think you got the answers, I change the questions. <gasps> oh, That's right. This round is called In Defense Of. Now, we like our guests to take pride in their nation's flaws and all. I want to know why your country is the best in the gosh darn world by you defending the worst things about it. So in this round, our contestants will have to leap to protect something in their nation that is widely considered to be bad or weak or sucky. The best defense, as judged by me, will be awarded 1 million points. Team U.S., because you're a little bit behind, I'm going to have you go first, putting two minutes on the clock. It is your job to defend McDonald's. That's right. The clown-faced monolith hooking our kids on junk, giving us erectile dysfunction and clogged arteries and a toy. Team U.S., two minutes are on the clock. Your time starts now.
5: What's not to love about McDonald's? It's everywhere. You know exactly what you're going to get every single time you go. There's, there's a, a certain level of uniformity of, I'm not going to say it's great, but you, you definitely can tell it's going to be the same kind of terribleness whether you have it on the side of the highway mm-hmm. or three blocks from your apartment, for example.
4: Or in a strange city. One block away from your hotel, yes, very comforting.
5: Or from the Spanish Steps in Italy, um,
4: it teaches kids a lot, a lot of lessons. Mm-hmm. Like hamburgerling <laughs> is quite hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. We'll get you thrown in prison. Repairs apparently, in judging by his yep. by his uniform, <laughs> right? Um, it
5: promotes diversity yep. um, in McDonald Land. Even if you're a cheeseburger, you can uh, hold public office. That's
4: right. <laughs> for example. Uh-huh.
5: Uh, what else?
4: Oh, well, uh, let's see. Um, you don't have to worry about encountering vegetarians in McDonald's because they tried that and stopped it, and they're like, no, go yeah. away. Even Yeah, even the fries are cooked in beef tallow. That's right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and speaking about fries, they're like little, like, crack oh, if Oh, if
5: you found out that there was actual crack in that stuff they shake on them, you would not be surprised. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, you can get an actual bucket of soda for a dollar. And
4: speaking to the larger world, is it not true that we can say that the US has a McDonald's imperialism policy? Like, that's our doctrine. First the McDonald's yes. and then everything else. Yes. Like, China thinks they're hot shit right now, but we got about 30 or 40 more McDonald's in there. Yep. That's like the 51st state. Also, yeah, where are their burgers? Like, right. how are they? Yeah. Well, like, how?
0: Okay. 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 I see your point. Mm-hmm. But you still have like another minute of good things to say about McDonald's. So
4: good luck to you guys. Okay. Milkshakes? Yeah. Let's talk about them.
5: Breakfast. We, breakfast at McDonald's is the best. That's the one and only thing I can say against McDonald's. It should be all day. It should not cut off at 1030, but. They're when workshopping you, that. I know they are. When you wake up early enough to, to realize that you could go and get an egg McMuffin, it's like the greatest day of your life.
4: And let's not forget about the employment opportunities for today's extremely stupid youth <laughs> <Okay>. that McDonald's <laughs> provides. Your time is up. And I will tell you, my first job was at a McDonald's.
5: Hey.
0: So you're at a disadvantage. How was it? All right. So let me let me just talk through your defense. Yeah. Uh, it's everywhere. Yeah. That goes to its defense is that it's everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Sneezes you are everywhere. You don't have to.
5: You don't have to go out of your way. Love to find is everywhere.
0: It. Okay. It's but convenient.
5: Like, uh, several times
0: a day, you will see people sneeze. Does that mean sneezes are awesome? <laughs> sneezes are not. If you're awesome. the sneezer, uh, you,
5: they kind of are. Mm-hmm. It feels good to sneeze. Uh, you
0: can get giant sodas. Giant yeah. sodas are bad for you. Yeah. Not if Likes. you get diet. Oh, then it's a different kind of bad for you that you'll well, find out about in 40 listen, years if you live that long. And you right. won't if you're eating McDonald's. And you won't if you're eating McDonald's.
5: They, McDonald's shaves off the shittiest years of your life at That's the true. end. That's
0: true. That's very true. That's a really <laughs> it's like I said
5: that in my two minutes. It's like smoking. You
0: said that in your two minutes. It is inadmissible. <laughs> they sell cigarettes. Because it was said outside it. of your two minutes. All
5: right, Team UK, it is All your on. turn.
0: I would like you to defend phone hacking. Now, your country is steeped in this scandal where journalists were tapping into the voicemails of celebrities and politicians and murder victims. People are going to jail over it. Rebecca Brooks walks free. I want to know the positive side of phone hacking. Your two minutes starts now.
3: Okay, we shall start. Well, let's think about it. Let's think about it logically. Journalists were able to hack phones, which suggests that anyone can do it. The police can <laughs> do it. We now know that we're all able to hack phones. It's a humongous thing for us to know. And we almost mustn't forget...
2: That phone hacking is the basis of all good crime detective shows, like Homeland. They're all phone hacking and we love it when they do it.
3: Yes, and which means that we should no longer be able to keep secrets. Who wants to keep a secret? We have to tell the truth. The truth is paramount.
2: Um, Also, it keeps our news interesting, because otherwise we're in Britain, and if it wasn't for phone hacking, we'd just be talking about a cow toppling over in a field in the middle of Yorkshire.
3: Exactly, and how boring is that? Think about the world wars that we've had. If it wasn't for the hacking of Morse code, we would have lost the war. (laughs) Hacking is important.
2: Also, everybody enjoys scandal... In America, Shonda Rhimes has made a huge TV show called Scandal. We love it. We want to know people's dirty gossip.
3: Exactly. And when you hear the truth, you know how to respond to other people. You know if someone's being two-faced with you. Who doesn't want the truth to be told to them right in their faces?
2: I love having truth told in my face.
3: <laughs> so do I. I love <laughs> lots of things being shoved in my face.
2: And really, how different is it from lying in bed with your boyfriend and thinking, is he cheating... And glancing at his texts. Absolutely. It's just like that on a grander scale. Absolutely.
3: How many of us teenagers living at home with our parents, when we got letters delivered to us, our parents opened the letters. Yeah? And what did it do for us? It saved us from a life of drugs and early <laughs> sex.
2: But I think the big thing to come back to is it won the war.
3: Exactly. Let's not forget that. All right. Your time
0: ends there. Whee! Okay. There's a lot for me to think about in this one. <laughs> I've, I've thought. I've thought about... I have thought about uh, Mayor McCheese. I have I have thought about uh, the about cracking
5: of Morse code. The
0: cracking of Morse code. <laughs> I I like the fact that Stephen K Amos brought uh, Alan Turing into it. He's gay, you know. Nice. It's true.
2: Yes, he was. He's not now. is he? Uh, he's dead. You haven't been hacked,
0: just... have you, Dave? I have. Well, not yet. But Not I'm that young. you know of. Not that I'm aware of. There's nothing good on there anyway. <laughs> and and I, I like that you essentially have said that phone hacking is just is just snooping. Yeah. We're basically we're just we're just Norris if we're phone hacking. We all right? like gossiping. We're just don't kind of we? a busybody. We kind of do. So I'm telling you the points. I'm gonna say that the UK is the winner.
2: Congratulations.
1: Oh,
0: Strictly for bringing us a historical perspective
3: good show good show <laughs> good
2: show old chap
3: well done boyo.
2: well done UK good effort you yanks
3: pip pip or whatever <laughs> hooray All
0: right for this week the UK is the best country in the whole wide world maybe they can celebrate by making a few more antiques appraisal shows huh <laughs> we could use a couple more of those no, yeah congratulations you guys before we finish do you have anything that you want to plug also why not is there something that you didn't make that you're currently enjoying that you would like to recommend to our listeners? We're going we're gonna to pay things forward here. Tara?
5: Um, well, you can uh, read Previously TV. That's this, I'll start with us first. Yeah, Selfishly, yeah. <laughs> as a fake American, Look out for is, number one? <laughs> which is what I'm here being. Um, visit us at Previously.TV. Follow us on Twitter at Previously TV. Um, I'm at Tara Ariano, if you can figure out all those vowels. Good luck. Mm-hmm. Dave is at Glark. That's right. Um, and something that we're enjoying, I I love another podcast on this very network, throwing shade, which I was listening to on the way oh, over here. Brilliant, fantastic show. Um, so if you're already on Max Fun, I, you're probably aware of it. But just in case you're not, oh. throwing shade, check it out.
4: It makes me have to pull over the car. Mm-hmm. From it's
5: laughing. very good. It's
0: so. Goddamn funny.
5: Yep. Dave Cole.
4: Uh, let's uh, give a shout out to our friend Stephen Falk's new show coming on Fox in a couple of weeks. Yes. You're the worst. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're the worst. Looks good. Good call. Saw the red band trailer. Filthy dirty. Mm-hmm. Filthy
0: dirty. <laughs> Kaylee Llewellyn. Yes. Hello. Anything you'd like to plug? Also, anything that you would like to share?
2: Well, I uh, obviously check out my blog, my so-called LifeInABox dot wordpress dot com. Um, uh-huh. What else can I tell you? Also, uh, I'm currently writing for a show called Stella on Sky One, which is written by a woman called Ruth Jones, who you guys might know from Gavin and Stacey and Nighty Night and things like that. Oh, yeah. I'm nice. writing on the new series of that. Check that out. And what I'd like to pay forward is I bloody love Broad City, which is comedy central. Yes. Yes. Good listening. call. Yeah. Agree. Watch that really if you're great. not.
0: Okay, yes, absolutely.
3: And the always emphatic Stephen K. Amos. Hi, okay, thanks, share. Dave. Well, what can I tell you? I can tell you that uh, I'm also on Twitter at my name. I also have mm-hmm. a, a a website at my name. I'm also currently uh, about to embark on the Edinburgh Festival, and then I'm going to be touring the UK from October for six months, and then I'll probably be going to Hollywood, LA, to see you guys. But hey. if you want to get a hold of my DVDs, or my book that I wrote called I Used to Say My Mother Was Shirley Bassey, go to the website and purchase it. They're very funny. <laughs> Finally, there's a programme on Channel 4 here in the UK called Friday Night Dinner, which is written by a very good friend of mine, Simon Amstel, and it's basically about a Friday night family get-together in a Jewish family. It's very funny. You have to see it.
2: Um, you guys, Great. I forgot to say that um, I'm coming to LA for work for a month in October, so if anybody wants to be nice to me, I would looked. love to be nice to you. <laughs> Please, oh, do. let's hang out. Absolutely.
3: You too, Stephen. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah <laughs> yes. I will. Yeah. I just made a mistake. It's called Grandma's House. Why was I saying oh. Friday Night Dinner?
2: Oh, because there's another show called Friday Night Dinner.
3: Oh, that No, cool. hang
2: on. So Friday Night Dinner is the is the guy from. In it's where the football team gets and, together
3: for lunch. Oh, that's all, and all good. And Grandma's House Clear is eyes, Simon Amstell. If, no if, no if you yeah, like if you like Jewish comedy, uh, go and watch Friday Night Dinner or Grandma's House. Oy vey with this title confusion. Oisky
2: poisky, poisky. <laughs>
3: Beautiful. Thank you, guys.
0: And we at International Waters HQ would be very appreciative for any five-star iTunes reviews you might want to throw our way. If you want to tell a friend about a show, please do that. David Cole, Tara Ariano, Kaylee Llewellyn, Stephen K. Amos, thank you for playing International Waters. And you with the headphones, thank you for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters. Goodbye. <laughs> Been listening to International Waters with me, Dave Holmes. Playing with David Cole, Tara Ariano, Kaylee Llewellyn, and Stephen K. Amos. Our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thanks to them for letting us use it. The show was recorded at Guilt Free Post in London by Stuart Barnes and at Max Fun HQ in Hollywood, California by Jennifer Marmer. The script was written by Sarah Morgan in the UK and Asterius Coquinos in the USA. Our producer was Colin Anderson. Bye. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture.